The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. But one time, my first year there, I was talking to David Carr about this. And, I, and David had just come from Cal's office, I think, to discuss something. I'm not sure what it was. And I was like, what's, what's, and I hadn't really met Cal at this point. I'm like, what's Cal like? He's like, well, I walk into his office and he's sitting on the floor. There's no desk or anything. No and there's this huge TV on the wall and he's playing video games. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what? He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, well, I don't know. And that's like my only really like behind the curtain Cal McNair story other than that he was a really nice guy and sat it was usually like his dad's right hand guy sort of and shake hands after game you know you come into the game after win and Bob's there to shake your hand and then Cal's there to shake your hand and then the gym's there to shake your hand you know I mean he was a part of like upper management but I have no idea what he actually did or what his influence was well he played we know one thing he did yeah (laughs) that's the only thing i really know you know and now he sort of owns the team or runs the team it's pretty i mean that's that's just that's that's sort of how the billionaire world goes sometimes sports 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 so they just sit there and talk about sports yeah well you know what i think i like him more now that he plays video games at least he does something useful and hey jj watt has a new team and some people can't control themselves. Hey, let's do this. It's a Monday on the Blitz. This is the Diabolical. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And the Blitz is on for a Monday. Welcome to the greatest show in the history of the known universe. With me, Fred Fowler, the Falcon, A.J. Hoffman, Chocolate Braveheart, Aaron Rabel, the Voldemort. You want to get in today? 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. Or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page. Find the Blitz. Click like. Send a message. There's Twitter at Fred Fowler. F-A-O-U-R. At A.J. is the real. At Aaron is Blitz. At Degenerates975. You can text the show should know the number for that and you can watch us on twitch twitch.tv slash espn 975 and it is a beautiful monday well it's not really a beautiful monday outside but it's a beautiful monday inside and i uh, hope everybody had an awesome awesome weekend let's have some fun today what's happening hoffman that's how we're starting the week huh aaron eh, you know yeah that's how you play that's, that's all like all weekend you're like okay he was just channeling his inner here we go tray. this is what we're this is what uh, i mean we had <laughs> 60 hours, you know, almost three full days, actually, 70 hours to plan that open. And you're like, no, man, I, I'm, I'm going to screw this bad boy up. Hard. I mean, I can only break this mouse by hitting the button so hard. So, all right. All right. What's uh, going on, Freddie boy? Not much, man. Just uh, rocking and rolling. It's been a nice weekend camping and fishing and drinking and staring at nature and totally zenned out, ready to rock and roll today. Seeing one of your cousins, apparently. Huh? One of your cousins? Oh yeah, that I tweeted out a picture. I I couldn't tell if it was a hawk or an owl. It looked like a hawk. I think it was a hawk, but I mean that thing was huge. And it hawk gets, falcon, same. Yeah, well you know they're related, but uh, yeah, that thing pops up like five feet from me. And usually, the, the I assume the dog would go nuts and go after it, right? She just sat there and looked at it like, hey, that's kind of cool. Yeah, uh, but that that was kind of cool. That Hawks came, less uh, scary than owls. Yeah, yeah, because uh, like 
I'm not even kidding. And I, I've seen your dogs, and your dogs aren't small. No. But an owl could probably pick up your Dalmatian and take it. Like a big enough owl. Yeah. That, like, certainly my little dog, an owl could swoop down and just take it. I, I think it's borderline because she's like 55 pounds now. She's bigger than she She's heavier than she looks. Okay. But... You know, yeah, I would think. That, I feel like fifty pounds. I, they they could pick it up and fly with. I, it. I think the owl probably thought it could, and they'll try. Yeah, and it might take it for a little while and then drop it. <laughs> but they like they yeah. will yank up an animal and just go. And now the bigger dog, I think she the owl would try, and she just look at it like really. Yeah, probably not happy. <laughs> but the, but, but the yeah. smaller one, it give it it. Owls are scary if you if you own pets. Owls oh, are scary. Well, yeah, and especially small pets and cats and things yeah. like that. Oh, now I'll take a cat and not even blink. Yeah, and, I mean that's breakfast. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was kind of cool. And he sat there for a good five minutes, so I got a couple of good pictures of him and, and tweeted it out. But it was uh, it was a really really relaxing, nice, awesome weekend. The only negative, of course, we didn't check to see if the freeze did anything to the RV, and apparently it froze the water pump, so we didn't have water. Oh, I, so. I mean, when you store your RV, isn't the like, is there... It's outside. Right, but isn't there, like, a, don't you drain it from... Well, we did, but it's still, you know, something something messed up the water pump. But it didn't matter because we're, we're 10 feet from the bathrooms anyway. Okay. And we just got water out of the faucet. Just We just couldn't use the indoor bathroom was all, but it was... Uh, um, yeah. It, is, it, is it, like, fixable? Or? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's probably, okay. probably about 500 bucks tops, okay. so it'll be fine. But... Um, yeah, that was that was my weekend. Totally zen, ready to rock and roll. Happy to see all the blitzers again and and have some fun. And they're happy to see you. I don't know about that. They hate me. Oh That's yeah, okay. no, no, no. Um, well, good man. Glad you had a good weekend. Got got, got into nature. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I had a well, I had a very busy day today, and so I knew that was coming. So I just tried to uh, totally relax and and zen out, and it was nice, man. And, and uh, although uh, I have to admit, like Huntsville used to be our go to campground, mm-hmm. and uh, I always love going there, and it's it's a nice park, but I don't like it as much as the other two that we go to in East Texas now. Uh, okay, it's just uh, the the RV site isn't really big enough uh, like it is at the other places. It's not as isolated. Like we had this couple like right next to us, and of course they had a dog that was that didn't go over very well at first, and, and until everybody calmed down. But it was just it, it it wasn't as good of an experience as I remembered. So I'm I'm. But I mean, it was fun, man. It was it was all good. I got no complaints at all about life today. Well, good for you, man. Good for you. Well, I've got great news, Freddie. Okay. the The third grade seventy sixers season has come to an end. Uh, I thought they is it, it's over. They don't. It's get to, over. They don't get to play another game. No, we had the playoffs. Oh, you played them both. Played them both. Okay, back to back. Uh, we were now, mind you, when I say the playoffs. This was the consolation playoffs. This is the lower bracket. This is like the NIT. So this basically. is like in fantasy football when you don't make the playoffs, you get to play for like fifth place. Yes. Okay. This was the the NIT of third grade uh, basketball, and in the first the the game where my son had his uh, had the the game winning shot called off. Yeah. Because of a timeout, we played that team. Ah. And domination. Domination. I think the final score was eight to one. Eight to one is what you tweeted out. And then that's correct. I, I just want to point out maybe you should find the audio from Friday where I said under 13 and a half. Yep. And, and Sixers, Sixers plus, plus two. two. Yeah. You were right. Nailed it. Only yep. thing I nailed all weekend, but hey. Now, 
the the consolation championship game, we faced the third grade Celtics. And A, they had one kid that was almost the size of my older son, but he was terrible at basketball. Okay. But they did have a kid who was number one who was just a baller. And I think we ended up losing the game 16 to 12. No, that's not that's and not I, horrible. I think he scored 12 or 14 of the points. <laughs> I mean, he he just he was number 1 was uh he was dominant. He was he, he was the he was the man. So it, honestly, I'm just glad the season's over, but I'm glad it ended with them getting a win. Yeah, and, and and showing some progress. I mean, you only lose 16 to 12 there. I mean, that yeah. that put up some fight. Yeah. So uh that's good. So we're going to hit the recruiting trail. Yeah, there you go. Go, go, look, re- go do what we used to do. Go recruit number one. We're going to look for some ball handlers. We're going to look for, I don't know, a couple black kids would be nice. Uh, and we're going to change this thing up. All right? Well, and, that, that's what we used to do with our, our little city rec league team. We'd go recruit the best guy off of whoever we beat in the championship. <laughs> and then we just get better and better and better. Yeah. That's what you need to do. Well, go, except we lost in the championship. But go get number one. I wish we could get number one. Yeah, I want that I, dude. I'm sure he's a big fan of yours. I don't think you, so. you get a chance for him to come in, you know, come in studio and watch you perform. His uh, dad probably is. Yeah, everybody is. So, I don't know. Uh, and I, you get, not you, everybody is. I can assure you of that. Get, get his dad some Carbach. Uh, maybe that's that's possible. What do you mean? Not everybody is. Well, I we'll do we'll do my other <laughs> youth sports story uh, in the second segment. Okay, I, that sounds good. Uh, uh, it's not. It doesn't have as happy of an ending as the first one. Oh, really? No. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, and you know, we'll at some point get to uh, JJ going to the desert. Uh, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about uh, uh, some of the other stuff going on with the Texans, and uh, this stuff never, never ends. Uh, Lamont says your son's score sounds like the WNBA. That's about right. That's <laughs> about right. Yeah. The eight to one or uh, 16, <laughs> 16, to 16 to 12. Come on, man. Don't disrespect the WNBA. <laughs> he meant 16 to 12. God. All right. Maybe he meant eight to one. I don't know. It could have been both. I think I the know. worst scores I've ever seen are like women's college basketball when yeah, it's not as bad now because almost everybody has somebody who can play. But 15 years ago, you'd see like 96 to 10 and stuff like that. Where where UConn or Tennessee or one of those big programs would play some bunch of girls who were just there for scholarships, and uh, yeah, so those would be some ugly scores. I remember somebody scoring a point in a game, yeah, in, in women's college basketball. All right, quick break. When we come back, can't wait to hear what the hell AJ did to cause such a ruckus. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Listening to the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. I don't know how I could explain that in a cooler and more doper fashion.
You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we are back on The Blitz. 713-780-ESPN is your number. 713-780-3776. I think we're all waiting with bated breath to hear what the hell you did. Well, Fred, I joined uh, an elite club of guys who have been kicked out of 14-year-old baseball games. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, I am, for the first time, so, uh, the program that my son plays for has, uh, like, for the 13 and 14s, has high school prep coaches. Like, these are guys who, they specialize in working with kids of that age group, getting them ready for, for high school ball. And there's a lot of those teams, and they are short on, uh, like, weekend, on game day managers. So that I can't get to the practice in time to run practices because right. practice starts at 6.30. You're kind of busy. And I'm busy then. Most days, yeah. Yeah, so uh, I get there, you know, usually around 7.30, and, and practice goes till 9-ish. Uh, but I don't, I, I can't do that part of the job, but they're like, we need a manager on weekends. So they asked me to manage my kids team, which is the, uh, the top, the top 14 year old team. Right. Um, and this was my first weekend doing that. And so a lot of these kids I just met, you know, I, I, I've coached five of them before is like, and never managed just I always just assisted the coaches. You right. Know? Right. But I, I've coached five of these kids before, um, and you know, had a bunch of kids that I'd never seen before. So that was a, a, a challenge. But got to the uh, the semifinals of the tournament. Nice on Sunday. Yeah, played better than I, I thought they would play. And uh, we were down two with about five minutes left on the clock. And a kid got hurt sliding back into first base and like was laying there writhing around on the ground. For the other team? Yeah. So he was basi- he, he was basically doing the cramp thing that teams do to slow down offenses. I think he was actually hurt. Okay. But I asked the ump, like, are we gonna stop the clock here? Because if we didn't get them off the field, the game was gonna be over. Right. And the ump was like, No, it's baseball. I was like, well, we're not playing baseball right now. Like, I said, if the next kid comes out here and he gets hurt, does, does, I mean, does, can you do that every every play? And I, I left it at that. But that was the only interaction I had with the umpire the whole game. Right. So uh, they were kind of, I would say, overly aggressive on on the base pass, like trying to clown a little bit while they were trying to run the clock out. And they hit a hard line drive at the right fielder, and the kid at second got doubled off. In the game or the game was two minutes from being over. We got a fresh inning. Score two runs almost immediately. Knock their kid out. So now it's a tie game. And I go up, I, and I've got a kid on second, which this kid has is like a a track star. Uh but I they're they're changing pitchers, so I go to talk to my batter. And we're watching this. Uh, we're watching the pitcher warm up, and I say, "Hey, we gotta be we gotta be smart here. 
Don't go up there and swing at any dumb ship. Okay. Hey, hey, there's children playing this game. One of the moms from the other team. Hmm. A Karen, I'm guessing. Mind you, these are 14 year olds. These are kids going in, like, these are high, some of these are high school kids. And she's worried about the S word. And instead of arguing with some lady in the stands, I just said, I'm sorry, catcher, because he was the only one close enough to <laughs> Within earshot, right. So I, I walk back, and the lady's, I'm walking away from this lady who's still yelling. And for some reason, like their coach, who's now walking from the mound towards their dugout, catches wind of what's going on. And he like runs up on me and is like, don't you talk to my players. And he's a large fellow. He's a burly guy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, he's a he's not out of shape. He's a, a thick dude. So strike or takedown? Uh, it probably would have been takedown. Yeah, that's what I would have guessed. Probably would have been takedown. <laughs> but um, and I, I'm sure he's like had he run up on most guys who coached youth baseball he probably would have intimidated him but i you know you know i've got uh some tricks up my sleeve if you know what i mean <laughs> so i was not intimidated but it I, I he was very aggressive don't you talk to my players i said dude i told your catcher i was sorry that's all i said to him no you said something else and i'm like no you're out there talking to your pitcher you don't know so we're yelling back and forth. I'm always going to defend my players. I said, defend them for my apology? Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And then out of the blue, the ump behind me is like, you're out of here. I guess the whole time he'd been telling us to, to quiet down. You didn't hear him. I wasn't listening to him. I'm <laughs> arguing with this guy. Did you drop a dickweed on him? No. Oh, no, it. I stopped cussing after I said uh, the, the ship But word. that's not really, that's not cussing. That's just, you know. Right. Okay. But I turn around and he's looking at me. And I'm like, "What? I'm just I'm standing here in my box, I, and I'm getting run for this." Uh, the home plate umpire then comes over and is like, "Let's calm down, calm down." And I asked him, I, "I was like, am I getting run, or or are we both getting run?" And he's like, "Nobody's getting run out of here." And that ump points at me and says, "Him, he's gone." And. He's. I told him to be quiet. He wouldn't be quiet. You got to be kidding me. So, uh, all right. The guy that runs our entire program is there. His son picked up with me this weekend. And so he takes over. So that, that part is a positive. There was someone, you know, someone yeah. capable there of, of taking over. And I, I like, I, I leave the field. And I'm like standing down the right field line watching the end of the game. And he's like, nope, you, you can't be here. You got you to gotta leave. I said, like, am I supposed to leave my kid here? What, what are we talking about? <laughs> and he's like, no, you go, to the, you go to the parking lot until the game's over. So, of course, I walk towards the parking lot. And then I find a place where I can see the end of the game. Uh, but... Uh, they, we, we, our team proceeds to score two more runs and take a two run lead. 
and then proceed to uh, they they score three runs in the ah. bottom of the inning on you know basically some walks some some our pitching got tired apparently I didn't see it but that's what well isn't is was that the team where your son couldn't pitch because he had to pitch the other he night? he didn't pitch this weekend ah, because he pitched the other night man if he could have closed but um. Yeah, so my my first fourteen U, and even one of the da- one of the dads on the team like came up to me while I was standing in my hiding spot to watch the game and was like, "Hey, I just wanted to say that was garbage. They that they shouldn't have let. This is a hell of a ball game. They shouldn't have they shouldn't have thrown you out of here for that." And it was a really good ball game. It went to extra innings. It was it was close game. It's the kind of game that you want to be in. And sometimes you're going to win and sometimes you lose. And you you know. My kids probably win half of them and probably lose half of them, and that's okay. But you don't kick somebody out of the game for for that, unless you're going to kick us both out. Well, of yeah, there. and that's that's why why didn't why didn't the other guy get kicked? I out? don't know. I don't hey, know F- that. And this dude, like every every inning, was on the was on the field, all arguing calls with the umpire. And so, but I I contend that he was mad at me. Because I was, I asked him about stopping the clock when the kid got hurt, and so I think he was already kind of frustrated with me. Well, that that's not a big deal, though. I didn't is think it? So I don't think I think this was unwarranted. Mm. I think I was discriminated against. As uh, you know, how difficult it is to be a white man in this country. You guys know what it's like. So, uh, but yeah, it, it, it ends up in an L. But it was my uh, my managerial debut this weekend, and my. Uh, my first ejection and now you got a reputation you know you know what happens now those what you get those same umps and they're going to be like those umps know me because i you know i've i've worked with them before and they the the home plate guy after the game was like i'm sorry that happened uh i, I wish i would have been closer to it so i could have stopped it from getting that way he's like i've always enjoyed working with you you're always a respectful guy but i, I if somebody was in their emotions uh last night mm-hmm. and you know got i got the boot so I'm in the club now. <laughs> I mean, they say if you get thrown out while you're a new manager, your players realize you have their back, so they're willing to fight harder for you. Maybe that's why they put up four runs in that inning. Yeah. I mean, you got you to give know. them credit. You got to do everything for you every time you're in the box yeah. with them now. Except for the pitcher who came in and walked everybody obviously hates AJ. <laughs> I don't think so. But, <laughs> Boy, uh, yeah, you handled that better than I would have. I mean, I, because because if they if they were kicking me out and wanted to hear profanity, they would have heard some profanity on the way out. I, I don't I don't know Bleep what the you, move Karen. is. Somebody said, yeah, the other team's coach was banging the Karen in the stands. I, I yeah, I don't know what the move should have been, but it it, it is what it is. Hmm. Uh, somebody asked, was this at Baseball USA? I umpired fourteen under there Sunday and heard a coach got dumped. No, it, yeah. we were at DOS, which. At Doss Park, there, there's like there's stabbings. I mean, it, this is uh, <laughs> it's over by Veterans Memorial Cemetery. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. It, I mean, it, normally you have to kill someone to get ejected from a game, but not not in this case. <laughs> well, you know what? At least next time, make it worth your while. If you're going to get kicked out, go ahead stab and stab someone. Yeah, go ahead and stab all someone. Right, that's the uh, all right, quick break. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. SPPN 
This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. couple things. The Black Nerd says 30 minutes before an Easter Easterby reference. That's a new record. Except it wasn't on air. It was only on Twitch. But n- true. now we have one on air. So, yeah, that is a new record. Uh, Boma- Shout out to the fish. <laughs> Boma <laughs> Todd says, makes for better memories of the game anyway. You can tell that story for years to come. That's true, and we'll be able to make fun of AJ for that for years to come. Yeah. Um, from the text line, the ump probably goes to church with Easterby. Um. <laughs> Uh, the Blind Blitzer said, I meant A.J. Hoffman's the Ozzie Gian of 14-year-old sports. That's pr- that's probably fair. Yeah. And there's a lot of people telling me I should have gotten a costume or a disguise. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know what, though? I it, wasn't that worried if, about it. If this is going to be a regular thing, here's what you should do. This I just- don't want it to be a regular thing. Mm-hmm. I don't want the parents to, you know, to think, like, who is this moron? Like, you know, I... Well, and I didn't think I deserved to be kicked out of the game. No. Like, but- I've done things way worse than that to umpires <laughs> that... I should have been kicked out of games. Like, I've cussed at umpires before. This was ridiculous. That guy was a giant puss. Uh, and, and he, like, he just wanted, I don't, I don't know. I guess he, if he was on his period, I'm not sure. But it, there was there was some kind of a problem. Well, I just, just you know, PSA here, word of advice. Because now you're on their list, especially since you just insulted him on air, and I'm sure he's listening, because who wouldn't be? Um, I would go get a Borat costume and have it in my truck. And when you get kicked out next time, you basically you show up as, oh, I don't know, Country Jeff <laughs> or any of those characters, and they won't be able to kick you out. And you can just you can speak in Borat voice, and they won't even know it's you. We still have that turkey costume we used to make interns wear. Yeah. No, no, man. We gotta, it's got to be something respectable. Well, you don't want to bring a costume that draws attention to you. Right. Like if I show up. No, you can go out it, like right around up, the trees and act like you're a bird. If I show up dressed like a giant ice cream cone with like a twisty top head, they'll be like, what's that guy doing? Like, I, you want to fit in. It's, a friend of mine mentions Bobby Valentine's funny nose and yeah. glasses. Yeah. You, you, yeah. But I, I think I, I like the Borat idea because people won't want to be around you because you look weird. And they won't, they won't know it's you because of, oh, that, is that that country Jeff guy from the, from the movies? And He's a celebrity. I got to take a picture with him. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, man. He looks a little bigger. And then you can just do, uh, hey, umpire, what you going to do? Inject him with the Wuhan flu. I love it. You can start singing. Now they'll think it's you. The worst part is I would say I'll go with about every other game. Someone, a dad from the other team will recognize me and be like, hey, AJ, AJ. And I'll say, yeah. And like, I knew it. I knew it was you. Blitzer, man. <laughs> when you get in a real co-host. And that was the case this game, before the game, one of the dads recognized me or a couple of the dads recognized me. Not the one me. who ran up on you. I, no, 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 no. Um, but they, I mean, they were good dudes. It seemed just like, you know, listeners. But, of course, now they saw me get run from a game, which is probably a great story for them. <laughs> But uh, man, I saw AJ Hoffman at the game. He got kicked out for saying the S word. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's the best. That's that's part of the that's part of the problem though of you know you being the famous person that you are. Is yeah, it's like if I get kicked out of a bar, people are gonna have a story. John asked me this morning because I told this story on the bench this morning. John brought me in. I thought he just I didn't know what he wanted to talk about, and he someone had uh, told him. 
that I got kicked out of the game last <laughs> night, so he wanted to talk about that. But he said he asked me if my jersey said Hoffman on the back, and I said absolutely not. Like the last thing I want is that. Like because an umpire, there probably is umpires who listen. And oh yeah, I'm sure there's probably some who listen and are like, man, f that guy. So I don't need that heat. So I, I just like oh, when people, that umpire is probably or that umpire is probably a celebrity in the umpiring circle now. Yeah, because yeah. he ejected you. Maybe so. Yeah, if he just if so he he's just, got street cred among all the high school umpires. Yeah, he's probably going around and everybody's like, dude, you ran AJ Hoffman. How badass is that? Yeah, it's like it's all, not that badass. All I did, and you live to talk about it. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you know, one guy's bragging, hey, I, I ran Scott the Plumber, but you ran A.J. Hoffman. Yep. Oh, Scott the Plumber, probably a bigger star right now in this city. <laughs> no offense, but, you know, Plumber's kind of important right now. But, uh, yeah, that, that's uh, congratulations. I mean, that's a badge of honor. Yeah. I mean, how many people actually, how many guys get kicked out of 14-year-old games? I, I've seen it. I think I saw it once all last season, like the fall season. I saw one coach get kicked out. Um, and in like, I'm talking since Jake's been playing ball since, I mean, he was four. So the last eight, nine, 10 years, uh, I've seen it maybe three or four times ever. Okay. So it's, it's pretty rare feat. How many get kicked out of their first tournament? Probably not that many. Mm, Your very first, probably not that many. How many famous radio stars get kicked out? And I don't know if I would have been allowed back for the championship game had we won. I don't know, like, because he told me go to your car until the until the end of the game, till the game's over. Okay, but then if I do come back, we're playing on the same field with the same umps. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be awkward. It's uh, how do you how I, I don't know if I would have been allowed. So, not not a good not a good start. Not a good start, I must say. Ooh. Yo, Adrian says he thinks the ump is a show fan and doesn't appreciate when you make fun of show. Yeah, he said, he said, beat, you're out of here, Bubba, is what he said. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't think anybody, I mean, how old was this kid, 20s? The guy who threw me out? Yeah. No, pr- probably 50. Okay, then he might be a 6'10 fan. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's probably what it is. Because they don't, I mean, they don't have anybody that listens under the age of 30. Yeah, this was the worst person. Mm. 50-year-old. I hate 50 years. They're the worst. <laughs> oh, man. We just need to have a decoy for you from now on. So anytime it looks like you're getting in hot water, you have somebody sitting in the stands who immediately just starts berating the umps as loud as possible to draw their attention. You could do that. That'd be a good job for you. Maybe so. Yeah, I. if it were me, I'd be like the original Bad News Bears. I'd have a, a six of beer in there. And I'd be like, ah, screw you guys. You umps suck. And then they'd try to kick me out. I was like, I can't move. Are you kidding I mean, that'd be my go-to. And then I'd, you know, because I it would take like 4,000 uh, of those beer buckets to get me drunk, I'd tell the kid, all right, now, here, I want, I want a double steal. I want a double switch. You guys do this. <laughs> and then back to, hey, I'm stuck. I mean, I might work. I'm, I, although I'm guessing they frown on you bringing beer into the dugout. I think they do, yeah. That's too yeah. I don't think the parents would enjoy that either. Okay, well, how about just... Listen, a- if I can't say the S word... I definitely can't just be crushing brews like I'm buttermaker. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I I just think you'd make a good buttermaker. All right, how about this? Just a nice water bottle full of vodka. Maybe I could probably get away with that. Yeah. Like a squirt bottle. <laughs> oh, man. 
713-780. You could have come back. I've had coaches come back after they've been ejected for the next game. I used to umpire tournaments in College Station. Okay. Well, that's good. Good to know. In case, in case I get run out next week. <laughs> oh, Crystal says should have had the ump, given the ump a pink payload. And, and next week I'm, I'm coaching uh, the B roster, which means I'm probably going to be frustrated yeah. with how they're playing. So my, my temper will be more volatile. It may happen again. I don't know. You have a temper? There's times. There's times. <laughs> Honestly, I, I was in a good mood because we just tied the game. It, it was the guy got like so close enough to me that my like I I realized that my fist was clinched. Like my natural instinct oh, yeah, yeah. was to just like whoa, what is this guy doing? Well, do you do you do the uh, like the Robert Downey Sherlock Holmes thing where you start seeing how you're going to take this guy down before you actually do it? No, so you, no. Okay, uh, but I always. It, dependent on the the size of the man is how I, I I just if someone gets that close to me I already it's either option A or option B and if I feel like hitting him one time will stop the fight then that's option A but if I feel like it might take more than one good shot option B is a takedown and uh, try to get a hold of somebody's so you, neck you think this guy'd be a takedown he's a takedown this is a big dude my my go to would be to try to dislocate his kneecap with a sidekick. Okay. You know, end it right there. Okay. So. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not helping. A, I'm not a brown belt in Taekwondo, Fred. <laughs> oh, man. 713-780-ESPN. Your number is 713-780-377. But I'm an old man. That's my only go-to, right? Is if I, if I miss on that, my ass is beat. I get one shot at you. So that's, that's what I'm going for. If you're that big. Yeah. And, you know, and then if I hit great then i can you know be chicken bleep and keep pounding on you Derek lewis your ass and i think the coach i don't think the coach had any intent of fighting i think he was trying to yeah, it, put he, on a show for his kids yeah, and make sure or maybe i, I think just, genuinely he thought i said something to his catcher so I, I i i understand him being pissed but he didn't know the story so don't run up on me all crazy if you don't know the story is all i'm saying hmm. I was really more pissed at the mom who was worried about me saying the word ship. Like, stop it, lady. These are big kids. This is big boy baseball. Are you surprised that there's Karens in the stands for these? No. And I'm telling you now, old Karen wouldn't have said a thing if if they were up in the game. But the, the game had just gotten tied. It was probably her kid who gave up the uh, the tying run and got yanked out of the game. So she was feeling salty. But it happens. Is it? Is this my umpire, or is this just a, any umpire on the line? It's just umpire. No, no, it, it's actually Bob Umpire. That's his name. Okay, umpire. Hello, umpire. Hey, uh, Mr. Hoffman, how are you doing? Uh, I, I just want to apologize. Uh, <laughs> some of the, some of the things you guys said early on uh, were true about the other umpires. They're the ones who let me know who you are, and I apologize for. Uh, kicking you out of the game, but if uh, if you wouldn't have kind of showed me up, you know, I probably wouldn't have kicked you out of the game. Well, I appreciate your apology, umpire. I'll, I'll make sure and be more respectful next time. Uh, that was That's on me. That's I've got to learn. You taught me a lesson. FYI, just FYI, you would have been able to come back to the second game and even to the championship game. You're just ejected for that game. And uh, just another FYI, 
Nah, I think uh, you would have to have option three. I'll hang up and listen. All right. Well, there you go. I don't know what option three was. There was a third option? That I mean, you said it's the DOS. Way, by the way, stab people. No, I'm not stabbing anyone. That certainly was not the umpire. That right? is option three. Uh, yeah, yeah. Let's. Let, I, I'm sure you know what that guy's that, voice sounded like. No, that's like. certainly not the real umpire. Yeah, the, this guy sounded like he was enjoying 420 and not being an umpire. Yeah, which you know. But uh, and surprise, the game didn't get rained out from Karen's loins getting too moist after AJ got tossed. <laughs> I am sure that the, that side of the field was in full celebration mode, <laughs> and I never wanted my son's team to win a game more than after I had gotten tossed. Uh, that's why I, that's what I was disappointed to hear that they'd lost in the bottom of the inning because uh, and that's one you want your guys to win. I'm always when we're when my kids teams make a semifinal and lose, I always cheer for the team that beat us to win. Not la- not last night. <laughs> I was refreshing the app at home like come on guys, come on. And they lost, so it's uh, it, it all worked out in the end. So ho- hope it was worth second place, losers. Suck it, Karen. Karen. All right, I got to tell you about Carbot coming in today, baby. Eric Warner coming in with the new flavors of ranch water. Uh, we're so we'll we're gonna get to try them before you schlubs do, and we'll let you know. We're gonna give you the truth. We're gonna hit you with those cold hard facts. Do you need to get the the all, the all original or do you need to get the variety pack? We'll let you know today. Uh, but I'm excited to try those. And of course, listen, if you're not into that, they've they've got tons of beer. That's what they specialize in. In fact, uh, is what they've been known as beer specialists. Crawford Bach, Love Street, Hopadillo, you name it, they got it. Uh, and if you go to the restaurant, open seven days a week, you can get some beers that you won't be able to find anywhere else in the whole wide world other than Carbox. So uh, have yourself a good meal while you're at it. Great, fantastic. Not, I'm not talking bar food. I'm talking real food, steaks, pizzas, stuff like that. Follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to see what the latest goings on are with the brewery and the restaurant. And when you're out and about this week, grab yourself some Carbox. Ten bad babs and they after me. One bad bag like a masterpiece. Looking for a dunk like an athlete. This is The Blitz. Oh, that sounds great. On ESPN. 90s. You are listening to The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on The Blitz. One says the other coach had the vodka in the water bottle. That's a possibility. Could be. I don't know. I'm not here to make accusations. (laughs) Oh, man. That was so much fun. All right, so I guess we got to get some sports at some point. Let's get to it. Um, the Houston Texans making moves. We know they signed Buddy Hal. We know Dontrell Hilliard will be back next year. They've also signed Cornell Armstrong, cornerback, to a contract extension. That is a game changer. Big time. Here's the move, though. The Houston Texans have released the following player. Josh McCown, quarterback. Can we get dust in the wind for Josh? The future. The future head coach. I mean, what are we doing here? 
Remember when Josh McCown was signed? You remember his greatest moment as a Texan? I do. I do. It's the day that he and Jack and Cal prayed about it, and they fired Bill O'Brien. Mm. I don't think he was there when they fired Bill I O'Brien. I think they were. I think he was. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Um, I mean, I assume they're waving him so they can hire him as a coach. I don't know. Either, don't know. either that or he... Well, I mean, they don't have... This is the, this is the crazy part. That leaves the Texans with exactly one quarterback under contract, and he desperately doesn't want to be here. <laughs> so that's that's odd, maybe a little awkward, because uh, A.J. McCarron's a free agent. I wouldn't expect A.J. McCarron to be back here. Well, they could franchise A.J. McCarron. I think they've missed the window to do that. No, no, they, no, they you, still have a chance. Yeah, it's okay. like we're six days in. Nobody's been franchised, but okay. I, you have, I think, 15 days. I That would be the most Texans move. But, uh, no, I, I don't think they will keep A.J. McCarron. Um, but this it means either Deshaun is going to be here or... They, they're, they're going trading to, or drafting. They're one. trading or drafting one. Like they've got yeah. a plan to, and and they're going to have to get multiples. Yeah, which you know what this means. You're going to have to overpay someone to be here. Uh, I can't imagine any player wanting to be here right now. I can't either. Uh, other than okay, I can't get a job anywhere else. I guess I'll go there. Yeah. Uh, poor Marine says Josh Mack missed a prayer service. Mm, that'll do it. But. They also signed McCown in November, so Bill O'Brien was already dead and gone. Oh, that's true. And probably had already moved. Oh, all right, all right. Mean he was he... scouting houses in Tuscaloosa at that point in hey, time. Doesn't mean he wasn't involved in the process. Mm-hmm. Keep that, it, it, next I, level thinking. You remember know, that? Maybe, maybe he and Jack still text each other, and Bill gives him advice. That's possible too. Maybe there's. Maybe it wasn't Easterby's fault that O'Brien got fired. Maybe they're still buddies. Maybe there's still, you know, maybe there's still a, a relationship there, and they're very close. Speaking of very close, apparently J.J. Watt very close to uh, DeAndre Hopkins. I, closer now. <laughs> Did that that kind of throw you for a loop? Does Arizona strike you as a team that's real close to a championship? No, uh, Arizona strikes me as a team that at best is the Texans before last year. At best, they're a nine and seven team that could sneak into the playoffs and it just makes me it makes you, you know, we talk all the time about well what's the guy's motivation for this i don't know what jj's motivation is to go to the cardinals yeah what do you like i mean if you re- i mean the, the whole reason to release him is so he can go play someplace where he can win a championship i honestly think it has to do with the all the rumors that were getting spread and he just wanted and the like when he announced it today on twitter source me like I think he was just trying to give an F you to everybody who had been thinking that you know whatever you were hearing about him was true. So that's possible, but it seems like that's a it's a a, a life changing decision to make because of that. But um, no, I mean, a lot of people say I think I think he that's probably the best cash offer he got, and that's what he went with. It just doesn't. I I mean, he could have made more money here, right? Uh, not guaranteed, I don't think, because they could have whacked him at any time, which they did. So, yeah, I, I mean, once they once they cut him, he he didn't have guaranteed money, so he get he got nothing. 
So maybe that's what it was. You think you're saying you think JJ Watt's cash poor? No. Okay. <laughs> I, I just think that maybe in the end that was his motivation. Like I just want to make as much as I can before my career's over. And I and I have no problem with that. But I mean, that's got to be the motivation, right? I, I mean, you can't look at the Cardinals and say this team can win a Super listen, Bowl. The Cardinals are they're better than I think they'll be better la- or next year than they were this year. But they play in arguably the most competitive division in football. Uh, and you know, all those teams are making moves to get better. The Rams got better this yeah, offseason. The, the Rams are, are a Super Bowl contender this year. The, the Seahawks, we don't know if they decide that they're they're moving Russell Wilson, then you're better than the Seahawks. Um, and the 49ers, after last season, they have to be better next year. I, mean, I think so, too. They, they still have a very good roster. They just had a ridiculous amount of injuries. So you're, I, I think that you are going to a spot where it's going to be tough, tough to win, but I, I guess maybe you're doing some sort of a balancing act of, I, I want to make this money, but I want to have a chance to contend, and maybe they were the, the closest thing to a contender that wanted to pay him his asking price. Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing that's it. I just kind of, you know, I was hoping he'd go someplace where he'd have a chance to win a title. Over the next I was too. Years. I was hoping to be like, oh, good luck. Go get you one. Mostly I was hoping he would go to Buffalo. Well, yeah. But now it's like, eh. he, he clearly just just wanted out of here. And I don't blame him for that. I, I don't blame him for just wanting no. to be out of this organization. That, that makes sense. Uh, but it is... Uh, it's a surprise to me that that's where he ended up. Yeah, Brother Bear says, I'm not a smart, but how scurvy is it on Kirby that J.J. would make a lateral move? Jack Easter Bunny and Crazy Cal, huh? I got news. The Cardinals are a lot closer than the Texans. It's not a lateral move. No. I mean, the Cardinals were, I mean, in in the sense that they they both missed the playoffs, it's a lateral move. But that's about the extent of it. The Cardinals are way closer than the Texans. The Cardinals, I mean, they got lucky in a few games last year. They got unlucky in a few games. They they could have been probably 6 and 10. They could have been 10 and 6. Yeah. But 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 that's you think that's, of them, that's every team though. I mean, everybody has those swing games. Yeah, whatever you think of them, they're better than the Texans. I mean, this is a and the the big problem is the the Texans don't appear to be on a trajectory to get any better. So if JJ says, I've got three more years left in me, well, the the Texans aren't going to be good in the no. next three years. Uh, the, the Texans are never going to be good again. Arizona at least has potential to be good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, I, I think they're pretty far away from the elite teams in the NFC though. I mean, would you consider that a fair statement? Yeah. Well, I mean, they were eight and eight last year. And, I think that was kind of their ceiling. Uh, Johnson is that thing that a lot of the people that uh, follow him on Peloton has. It has sixteen thousand followers. It listed Buffalo, Cleveland, Green Bay as the finalists. Said, uh, but he, Watt says he, he had to go on Twitter to let people know it wasn't his account. So, <laughs> well, I mean, those were the teams that everybody was talking about. Those were the logical teams. In fact, before he signed today. There was even a story that came out and said uh, J.J. Watt to the Bills, a real possibility. I've been hearing that, too. Apparently not. Like, I, I had heard it was basically down to Bills or Packers. Well, but where would you rather live half your year? Arizona or well, Buffalo slash Green Bay? I mean, that's a nice area. A lot of people retire there. Maybe that's what he's doing. 
All right, quick break, hour one in the books. It's a blitz on ESPN 97.5, 92.5. Smoke ESPN 97.5 and ESPN 92.5. Real fun sports.